Hi church family, glad that you joined me tonight and have this time of prayer and be able to study God's word together is always a delight for my heart. I hope it's a delight for yours as well. I just wanted to tell you how much I love you. Many of you all have talked to me this week and I've called you all and, and we've expressed how much that we miss each other and I miss many of you and I understand the situation with COVID-19 and man it's just lingering and many of you are ready for it to be over. We need to continue to pray that God's hand of mercy be upon us as a nation. Uh, that he, if it's his will that he'll relieve us from this COVID-19 or help us find ways to be able to treat it better. But most of all, remember, God's for us and he's not against us. He's loving us during these times of difficulties in our lives. I want to express to you, though, another thought tonight is the thought that we as Christians should always be missional no matter what's going on around us. COVID-19, upheaval in our land, it doesn't stop the mission of God's people. Our mission is always the same. That's why we've been encouraging everyone to share their faith with people just to mention about who the Lord is to your server at your restaurant that you're sitting at or maybe make a phone call to an old friend that you hadn't seen in a while and just talk to him about Jesus and we want to hear about your stories about sharing your faith because God has called us to be a missional people sharing to the world about Jesus Christ and so if you have shared with Jesus shared Jesus with someone this week please let us know let us hear your story and let us be able to put down your name on a ping pong ball and drop it in our dis display that helps us keep count of all the people we're sharing Jesus with. So scripture is clear. I will look at two passages of scripture tonight about this, about why we should always be sharing Jesus and how God wants us always to be expanding the kingdom, always pushing forward to be able to reach the lost world around us. The first passage of scripture is very clear. It's the Matthew 28 passage where the Lord gives us the Great Commission. Matthew 28, he basically is talking to his disciples in verse 16 and telling them what he wants them to do. He took them up on a big mountain and he gave them directions. And this is what he said to them. He said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. In this passage of scripture, the Lord gives his disciples a clear picture of what he wants them to do. He says, I want you to go and make disciples of all nations. Does this mean that we only sit and do mission work here in Maryville, Tennessee? No. That means we're always thinking to ourselves, how do we actually reach our community? How do we reach our surrounding area? How do we reach our nation? And how do we reach our world? He's called us to be disciples makers throughout the world. And he says he'll be with us and watching over us. And so we have his authority. We have his commands. And we need to go out with that kind of sense of urgency and that sense of knowing he's with us in order that we might be effective disciple makers. Because let me tell you this, the Lord is always bringing people to himself. We get the great joy to be the harvesters. The Bible says that, look, the harvest fields are plentiful, but the laborers are few. So pray that there'll be more laborers. So my heartbeat is for each and every of us that let's not be one of the people that stands on the sidelines and never shares Jesus with anybody else. But let us be those types of people that's always mentioning Jesus wherever we go in order that we can see the great harvest that God is bringing to himself. Even this time, during COVID-19, the Lord is still saving people and he's still drawing people to himself. The Lord is still actively working. He's still wanting us to be laborers in his harvest field. I want to say this to you as well. In this passage of scripture, he says not only do we go and share the gospel, but we also take time to teach and equip people about the gospel. That's what church life is, is that we come in and equip ourselves in order that we might go out and make disciples. 
And so our challenge over the next few years, you'll hear us about how to be more equipped to be sharers of faith, how to be deeper Bible studiers of the Word of God, how to be able to pray more effectively and more focused on what God wants us to pray about. All these things are important because our main issue here as a church is we are going to be always on the on the tip of the uh, the front lines, I guess, to be able to go out and change the world for the cause of Christ. We want to be right on the front line. We want to be there making a difference for God's kingdom. So we're going to be equipped and we're going to be sent out and launched to make a difference to the world. We're going to look at ways to plant churches and to revitalize others, to have partnerships with people all over the world with the emphasis on spreading the gospel and planting churches. I love how he says that he wants us to go and understand that this this ministry is a ministry that goes to the end of the age. He'll be with us as long as we are here, as long as he's not making the shout and coming forward to proclaim his church while we're here working. Until that time comes when he gives us that time to go home to be with him, we need to be about his business and serving his kingdom, sharing our faith. We see this also in another passage of scripture in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. It says these words, But you have received power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, and into the ends of the earth. Basically, this call is to say, don't just pick one place to be ministers to, to be able to share the gospel to people at, but we are called to be ministers all over the world. And so here at Everett Hills, we want to be very strategic about how we minister to people all over the world. And so one of the big pushes we'll see next year is different ways we can do this together. And so I want you to be prepared. I want you to be praying about, God, where can I go? Where can I be used at? What ministry can I be involved with? How can I participate in church in such a way that I'm making a difference to make sure that your gospel message is getting out to the world? And so hopefully this just, again, reminds us that this is our commission. This is what we're called to do. We're called to share our faith. And so I'm going to encourage you. You can do it. You might say, oh, I don't know if I can do it or not. You can do it. Just remember that God's going to give you the power and authority to be able to do it. We just got to be bold enough to begin to share and open up our hearts. Sharing your faith is not a special technique. It's just having a dialogue with people. You know, you sit down to have a meal at a restaurant and your server serves you. Say, hey, can I pray for you? And they'll say, pray for me? Sure. Or what's prayer? And you can open a conversation up with them that can lead to the gospel message of Jesus Christ. So we are called to be conversational. We are called to raise up the name of Christ wherever we go. Now, I also want to say to you all, I'm so proud of you. We're working hard about doing the repairs on the other side of our B-Wing building. We've already raised uh, right at $20,000 for the repairs. And we'll keep moving forward as we look for that goal of $180,000 to repair all the things that need to be repaired. Thank you for giving the way you have been given. If you also have pledge cards, you've not turned them in yet, please take the time to pray about what God wants you to do with that pledge card and be able to get it into the office so we can make some uh, good decisions as a finance team and, and also as a church how we're able to move forward and be sure we, we pay for those repairs and get them started. Good news now, we've raised enough money to start a repair. So we're going to start doing that facade, uh, part of that bricking that was starting to pull away from our walls over there. And we're going to be able to replace that here in the upcoming weeks. And then hopefully right after that, replace those big windows. And so if we can raise about $58,000 more, we'll be able to replace those big windows that have been around since 1940-ish. And we want to be able to replace those and make our church look ready for the future, for the ministries of the future. But our church is not just repairing buildings and making sure our, our building is ready to go. Church is what it really truly is, is a, is a force in a community that's a launching pad to the world. A launching point, you could say, 
that we make sure that we have a place that's ready to continue to teach people, be ready to be able to be servicing people for the next generation. But our goal is not to hunker down here. Our goal is to reach the nations for Christ. Our goal is to reach out to the hard places uh, and be able to share Jesus with people who's never heard the gospel message even one time in their life. So I hope you'll join me with this as we continue to move together as a mission force, an army for the kingdom of God to make sure that we make a difference to our world and be very missional. Please join me in a word of prayer together. Heavenly Father, continue to help our church, dear Lord, realize it's not about always just um, what we do here, but it's, Father, what we do here that makes a difference for the world. And Father, help us continue to be missional in what we do. That, Father, we're about spreading your gospel message, that we're out being fearless, that we are not fearful because we are on your side. And you say all authority has been given to us and that we can go and be able to go forward under the understanding that we're living for you and your kingdom work. Father, again, help all those that are grieving this week. We've had some in our church family that are grieving this week. Please be with Linda Hickey as she continues to grieve for the loss of her sisters. Mark and Martha Carver, as Mark's mom has passed away, and, have, and please be with them as they're grieving the loss of her. And also for uh, Mark Everett, Father, we ask you to pray for him as the loss of his, his loved one this week as well. So, Father, we just ask you, dear Lord, to continue to be with these church family members that need you in this uh, time and season. And, Father, we love you and thank you for all things. Thank you for a wonderful church to serve. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys again. Remember, God's word is clear. We need to be sharing Jesus wherever we go, here, locally, in our nation, and to our world. God bless you guys. Go in peace. Have a great night.